Well, I loved it. Thank you. You're very colorful today. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> I forgot to bring a change of clothes, and my manager has my merch in her trunk, so I grabbed uh -huh. my own merch. Oh, you're wearing your name? Yeah. Nice. I know. Nice. You didn't bring your name tag, Al. What's up? I'm so How sorry. How do I know it's you? I'm so sorry. I just, I, I, I struck for the first time today. I was on the picket line today. Oh. Struck? Where? I haven't heard that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Paramount. Okay. I went with a, a Tom Lennon. He's a friend of mine, and uh -huh. he lives like walking distance, so we just walked the line for a little bit. And... Is that the one where you actually just walk in front of the entrance? Yeah. Where I'm waiting for the light to change? I've yeah. seen that happening. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Because Weird Al is here. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> aware. so pumped. Woo! Yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> Are you looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that packs a real protein punch? Crack into a good source of protein with tasty, healthy, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors and sizes. Perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the go during your summer adventures. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. I can't star. believe how young he looks. Uh, well, star by proxy of Weird, the Al Yankovic movie. Yeah. But it wasn't him. But um, we just want to say that on top because I saw it. I loved it. Thank and, you. Um, but we are here to talk about your illustrious career. Right. Um, which I got to, I feel very privileged that I'm of the age that I got to hear your stuff in the beginning. In the you're old, like old school, literally Doctor Demento from the very oh yeah. sorry from the early days of early like, days yeah another one rides the bus and, oh yeah which I probably sang as a kid more than another one bites the dust <laughs> for real I know I did <laughs> yeah that's for sure <laughs> and our paths have crossed a couple times first in 1994 at the American Music Awards you wouldn't remember it but you were sitting at a table and I interrupted you and got a photo uh huh which exists it's out there you can see well, it. well prior to that i mean you're gonna mention in that wait wait was that because the video i thought the video came after that no no well I, well I, I i the video was definitely in 1992. 92. oh that's right okay i have my timeline confused okay so, he hit his head a lot what's that I, head I, I feel like 90 to 96 it's a blur it's all one <laughs> year yeah. for me yeah so you were right um so actually smells like Nirvana. Smells like Nirvana. Our team manager at the time, Tom Drake, who uh, was very connected in the music industry, was tasked with getting extras for his video. And he called me and he's like, hey, you want to be in a Weird Al video? I was like, yes. Yeah. So we went up to LA and I'm in the background of the Smells Like Nirvana. Doing video. what? Just being... Uh, well, I was, in, I, was, I was in the bleachers mm -hmm. in that scene. Um, it was a long shoot. Yeah, and I went stayed, way into the early morning. I hours. stayed until about midnight, um, but mostly I was just in the background. And then after the fact, I realized that a lot of people had left, and you guys went till like three a.m. or something. That sounds about right. And yeah. anyone that was left in those in those later hours were featured in the video. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like make it look no like crowd. a crowd. Yeah, so make it look together. like a crowd. So Bunch Tom, of... Tom, our team manager, is like front and center in one scene for yeah. sure. 
Um, there's another guy that has glasses on. He's got like a collared shirt. People think that's me because he looks oh, somewhat uh -huh. like me. So I'll take it. If he freeze frame it, you can definitely pick you out in the crowd though. Yeah, you can. I, I was behind, uh, what's his name? Um, Dick Van Patten? Dick Van Patten. I was right behind him, which I was super excited to meet oh, him. Oh, yeah. And, and that, which was, uh, we cast him day of the shoot, by the really? way. Really? Yeah. Because like in music videos, like there's no money, there's no budget, there's no, a lot of times no planning. And it's sort of like, we need a celebrity. And we kind of went through our Rolodexes or whatever. And it's sort of like uh, somebody on the crew knew Dick Van Patten. was like, get Dick Van Patten. So like he showed up like an hour later. <laughs> that is the best behind the scenes story. <laughs> I figured it because it was perfect that he was the antith antithesis to the punk crowd. Yeah, no, it, it wound and up being perfect, actually. It was perfect, yeah. yeah. And then he had like, he had a sandwich or something. Yeah, and, and somebody goes, ah, ah, Yeah, so the sandwich hit me in the face, <laughs> which was cool, I was down. And he didn't sue me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but I did feel bad, because I, I, I wanted to meet you, and obviously the shoot was super exhausting, and they were taking a break, and I went to go find you to say hello, and you were literally asleep on a bench, like in the back. And oh, that, that used to like, be in the, in the days when I could catnap like that. Like, yeah, I, I, I can't do like, that anymore, but he used to be like, sleep, and I was just like, you go, you go 20 minutes Hell, off, like, okay. <laughs> How did you lose your ability to catnap? I don't know. I just got older, and then all of a sudden, it's like just hard to get to, get so to sleep. But. I can't do it anymore, and I used to do it, and I thought it was because at one point I had children, and they never let you sleep. So when I did get a second, I could do it. Uh -huh. And now I feel like I work just as much as I did when the kids were little, but if I have a pocket to get some energy, I'll just sit there and go, Why? Why won't you just turn off? <laughs> it won't turn off. But I have a question because I did radio for a long time. Uh -huh. And when I started, there was a lot of people that did uh, song parodies. That was like a radio thing. Right. So I started doing stuff where I just made my own music from like not a, not a rip off of anything because I didn't want to be like the rest of the radio guys. But when I watched your movie, and, and I didn't really think about it, but you, are you, did, where did you get the idea to do it? Or are you the guy that did it? I'm sorry if that's an offensive question. <laughs> well, I, 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 I didn't invent the concept of song parodies. There was that was happening. Oh, I mean, it's been, it's been happening since the beginning of recorded history. Was there somebody that influenced you to start doing well, yeah, it? I mean, there. I mean, like Alan Sherman, okay, uh, and uh, Stan Freeberg and Tom Lehrer and, and Spike Jones. Those are the people that I was probably most Different influenced by. Yeah, I, I, I assumed that. Yeah, yeah. But but people that I heard on the Doctor Demento show. But yeah, even, on the even what on, show? Uh, oh, sorry, Doctor Demento okay. is a disc jockey. He's uh, he's not on terrestrial radio anymore. He still does a, a show for the internet. But in the in the seventies, uh, he he had a nationally syndicated show where he played yeah. comedy music yeah. and and just a very eclectic. Uh, playlist of just odd things in his personal collection. Yeah. And that's where I was exposed to all these r random, bizarre people. And I started sending him tapes in the mail that I recorded in my bedroom. Yeah. And for some crazy reason, he started playing those horrible tapes on the air and gave me my story. What, was the, what was the first thing you sent him? Well, the very first thing that I sent him that he actually played was called Belvedere Cruising. And it was uh, a, it's a, not a parody, it was an original song about my, my, the family car. It was a big black 1964 Plymouth Belvedere with oh, red nice. upholstery and push button transmission. It was just nice. a song about, a love song about the car. And it was terrible. It was a horrible song, but uh, Dr. Demano just thought it was novel that this teenage kid playing the accordion thought he was funny. So he just gave me a shot and it just, I it encouraged me enough to send in more. And after a while, it started getting better, I guess. And then... You know, a couple of years out of college, I actually got a record deal. When it got better, that 
transition where all of a sudden you were like, wait a minute, I'm actually really good like at, at parody. <laughs> that happened like, about a week but ago, I, by but the way. Also, <laughs> but there is something to be said that you were a musician. I mean, you did, you know, you're playing a difficult instrument as well, but, but, and writing songs and doing parodies. But at some point did you think like, I'm, I can't play. Or was it always more like, I want to make funny stuff? Well, if you, if you play the accordion and you're really serious about it, you get to play bar mitzvahs on Italian weddings. And <laughs> if that's your thing, it's, it's great. But I kind of wanted to go my own direction. And uh, I was more of a rocker, you know? Mm. And uh, when I was 12 years old, uh, nobody wanted to be in my band. <laughs> you know, I couldn't put to, bring people together. Uh, so yeah, I, I kind of, and it wasn't like I, I did comedy because I couldn't do real music. It was like, I really enjoyed uh, that genre and I, I loved doing the kind of Dr. Domino stuff and uh, you know after a while uh, I got a few good breaks Do you hear songs every now and then and immediately as it plays you go oh I got the words for this I'm doing it like does that is that how it happens it, it, it has happened I mean I, I don't freestyle I can't like start like coming up with stuff off the top of my head that's that's good uh, and most most of the ideas that I've had over the years I agonize over and I think of every variation on a theme and I'm very analytical about it but there have been one or two occasions where I hear a song on the radio or on MTV and I go oh fat it's got to be that you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> But is is there ever a sense of urgency where it's like I got to get this out because the song is so big right oh, now? Oh yeah, yeah, because because timing is very important because you want to strike while the iron is hot, as the cliche goes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, gosh, I remember when uh, um, uh, Gangsta's Paradise was number one for a couple of weeks, mm. and I came up with Amish Paradise, and mm. it was the weirdest sensation because. It, instead of being excited, I had this great idea. I, it felt filled me with almost a sense of dread because like. Oh no! And now I got to do all this work because it's going to be a big hit song, and I got to get the album out, and I'm going to be on the promotional trail. I, just, I thought of my next the next six months I love of my how it's life. Just dread. You know? <laughs> like oh, oh no! I got a good idea. Oh, this no. is going to be work because you know what it involves. All this it. damn success. Oh. <laughs> what if you ever can I do? had a celebrity when you do their song reach out to you in in a hopefully positive way, or has there been people that that were legitimately? offended uh, no i mean you know i i get permission whenever i do a parody so okay it's yeah. never like they come back and say what did you do to my song it's right. like you know it's almost always very you know very pleasant like chameleon i did uh white and nerdy which is a parody of a song riding and uh and he he was great about it in fact uh one year we were both at the grammys and he had just won the grammy for rap song of the year and he came up to me on the red carpet and said hey man i want to thank you for doing your parody because white and nerdy made it undeniable that my song was the rap song of the year wait <laughs> oh amazing what about michael jackson he was great i mean you know um and and that came at a, a really important time in my career because that was my second album and my first album did Okay, enough yeah. for them to say, well, give you, we'll give you another shot. Uh, but Eat It was, um, you know, Michael Jackson in 1984 was the biggest star in the universe. Yeah. And uh, and I we wanted to get his blessing. We thought, oh, he's never going to get back to us. Like, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't have time for this. But, but um, you And know, the concept, too. I, but, like... but that's such a badge of honor. And I would think that Michael Jackson knew that. Well, I, at I mean, that point, certainly not. I mean, I was more like... But this, you said you, you weren't sure if he got back to you, but... He got back to you, but yeah, well, he did. Yeah, he thought it was a funny idea, and he he let us do it. Uh, and there's there's a contract somewhere 
uh, with my signature next to Michael Jackson's signature saying we are the co-writers of wow. Eat It. Awesome. You know? <laughs> and then when, when I did Fat a few years later, uh, the big on the subway set, that subway set was Michael Jackson's subway set. Oh, wow. Uh, he, he was kind enough to let us use his no set. No way. So he, was, he was really sweet and supportive. When we did uh, Smells Like Nirvana, you played the song for, because no one had heard it yet, or at that time. Yeah. And you played the song for the for the crew and then immediately said we did get permission and yeah. kurt does like this so yeah you guys know a lot, a lot of the people that were extras were actually in the original nirvana yeah. video yeah. Oh, and wow. were nirvana fans and we wanted to make sure that they knew that we weren't like you know it, it wasn't derogatory we weren't like you know putting nirvana well, down i also they, remember and i can say this because i worked with him but um i remember you guys saying Look, we got a lot of the same crew here, but not the same director. And there was this collective, like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> the director was notoriously harsh. Oh. Samuel Bayer. Bayer. And yeah. I actually worked with him. And I luckily I was on his good side, but I saw if you were on his bad side. It was bad. Yeah, it was not a good time. Yeah. Sam Bayer loved the, the, the parody video, by the way. I'm I got, sure. Got to show it to him. Yeah. And, and he, yeah, his favorite thing was the, the, the little person shots, like the, the low angle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. with a little person, he thought that was. Really oh, and fun. the janitor, yeah, was and, the same, right? The same, yeah. which was uh, Sam Bayer's plumber. Oh, that no, was Sam Bayer's plumber. So we, he, he, he so got all, between Sam Bayer and me, he got a lot of uh, screen time. It's funny that I, I, I regret leaving early, but I think that I, at the time I had, I had a young child. And yeah, I had yeah. to drive back to Fallbrook, which I knew mm -hmm. you have um, a connection to. Yeah, actually, I'll tell you this: uh, there was a, an Italian place in Fallbrook, like an Italian restaurant. There weren't, there aren't, Fallbrook's pretty small, right? Yeah, I yeah. was living there because I had land and I could build ramps. And it was, it was on that same, oh, the uh -huh. same year. Um, and I remember at some point when I went to the Italian place, because it was like one of the only places we would go out to. What was, what was the dinner. name of the restaurant? I'm sure I, I know. I forgot it. what yeah, it but was. But there's like, an it was Italian next door place. to Bask Baskin Robbins. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, I went in there and they said, finally, it's, at some point someone said, oh, that guy's a pro skateboarder. And he said, hey, if you bring in a photo, we'll put it next to Weird Al. <laughs> What an honor. Did it happen? I think it did, yeah. Sick. <laughs> so the only two photos, like celebrity photos yeah. on their walls. That's a that's a legit wall of fame. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah Fallbrook, the, uh, <laughs> the avocado capital of the world. Avocado it used capital to be world, for yeah. a while. I, yeah. I wish I could remember. Didn't think I was going to learn yeah. anything today. And my parents lived there for like 27 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Um, and that was why, it, my that was my first line to you when I woke you up. Behind the scenes <laughs> on the shoot, I said, Hey, Al, I'm Tony. I live in Fallbrook. <laughs> and you're like, Cool. <laughs> you yeah. were super nice about it. But I was like, I, I was a full, it was such a, you know, like, yeah, you nutted it's out. Super cool. Yeah. Hey, Al, uh, Fallbrook. You just you said, and me. <laughs> you notified him of where you live. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, when we met American Music Awards, now I have the timeline correct. Yep. Uh, I came up to the table and I was like, hey, well, I, I was in the Smells Like Nirvana video. And you're like, cool. You did it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, that's that really weird guy that skates. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think years later, I put it out on Twitter that I was in the video and, and you replied like, what? How did I not know yeah. that? Like, yeah. 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 No one Because you're acting like a douche. That's why. Because <laughs> I, I was going to have you thrown off set. That's why. <laughs> like it's some creepy me. skateboarder dude keeps following me where i'm going watching me sleep does it get any creepier like i wake up and i got some dude staring at me i'm like how long have you been here creep off hello fresh hello fresh makes home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit i'm a fan of meal kits 
banish the end of summer blues with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50HVW, that's 50HVW, and use code 50HVW for 50% off plus free shipping. You know what I love, Tony? <laughs> uh, I, I have some ideas. No, but about food. Oh, HelloFresh? Uh, yeah, variety. Oh yeah, variety. Yeah, and over 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week. HelloFresh always has new and exciting recipes to try and love. And it's 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too. Just choose your recipes and receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get cooking quick. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50HVW. Use code 50HVW. Get 50% off plus free shipping. Hey, everybody. I got an event, Carnival of Combat. It's like Alice Mania, but I've got like dumb comedian celebrities fighting each other. But I also have the usual stuff where it's like blindfolded people with electric dog collars on. And then I give the remote to like their wife. And then they get electrocuted while everybody punches them in the head. It's really funny. It's November 4th and it's in Tampa. And you can get tickets right now if you go to carnivalofcombat.com. And there's like all kinds of different seating VIP. Luis J. Gomez is trying to fight this dude. And if he beats that dude, then he's trying to fight me, which means I have to come out of retirement and all these people are going to be mad at me. But don't worry about it. I'm going to knock that dude out. He's not going to touch my face. But I think he's going to lose. And the only way you can see it is if you go to carnivalofcombat.com right now and get tickets. What You're excited, want... right? Yes, I'm very excited. What do you want me to say about it? That was not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. I like your confidence, See, but I am concerned. See me potentially die. I thought your young. tagline was don't die. It is. You just said see me potentially die. Jason, don't Oops. die. Okay, don't watch me don't die. There you go. That's the best promo combat. ever. Watch yeah. him not die. Yeah. Come out. Live. Please. In Tampa. Thank you. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, this is another random okay. connection. Um Oh, I think it was... Uh, Waking up and seeing your face? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Al, we're, we're a long way from Fallbrook. Um, uh, no, what was the... Uh, Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Uh, they played at, uh, in LA. Yes. I can't remember the theater. Yeah. And uh, was it Aziz Ansari? Yeah. Yeah. Aziz Ansari name-checked him in a joke. And the whole place went nuts because the crowd knew he was there. Oh wow! Because yeah. I was, I was, in, I was in the balcony. You were in the like, balcony, yeah. Very so visible like, for some reason. Yeah, I and just... everyone was there. Was like, what? Is it? Like, there's weird Al. And then uh, Aziz had this joke that he said a bunch, I guess, and, yeah. and threw him in there, and the whole crowd went nuts. And he's like, "That joke's not that funny." Is Weird Al here or something? And everyone points up. Yeah, they stand up. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Hey, thank you. Thank yes, you. that was pretty funny. So that was awesome. There. And then I said, like, I was in Spelzerbana. <laughs> yeah. Follow him back to his house after it, watch him sleep again. Freaking maniac. I had no idea who I was doing a show with this whole time. A guy that's famous himself that understands that it's a little uncomfortable when people stare at you. Stares down the no, guy while he's I'm sleeping. Yeah, you are. I'm a fan. And uh, I got I also got your book that you sent. Thank you. I didn't buy it, by the way, you sent it. So I'm not that creepy. Yeah, you are. It's over, dude. There's no, you're not getting out of it. It's done. It's, it's recorded. I love how even the book is over the top, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be, right? Right. Yeah. It's so great. Um, actually, it's funny. My, my nephew, uh, he's in his 30s now. Maybe he's in his 40s. Um, 
and your tour was the first concert I ever went to. Oh, really? Yeah. And what, I've heard that a lot, it, actually. I don't remember. So, oh, oh, wait. Uh, is it Dare to, Dare to Be... Dare to be stupid? Dare to be stupid. That was in like 85. Was it that long ago? That's probably him. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah that, that, that's, that sounds about right. I got a stupid question. Okay. Um, can you play all instruments? And Badly. Do you, When you record albums, do you yeah, play, no. do you do like Stevie Wonder no, thing? No, not you at play all. Everything? I mean, the people like Ben Folds that, you know, can, can play every instrument and yeah. do it well. No, I, I uh, the only instrument I can play well is the accordion. You don't shred any other thing you have. What about piano? Uh, well, piano, yes, but I mean, I, I, I'm more comfortable with the accordion. My left hand is used to doing this on buttons. Okay. So, I mean, you know, theoretically, I know how to play piano, but I it's it's more difficult because my left hand is not used to playing actual keys. Are there any songs it's, it's like, that you perform live that are extra challenging because of that? Um, uh, for uh, because it's accordion, I don't really know the you know the. No, I mean the accordion is a hard instrument to learn. I mean, I uh, uh, I I had to help Daniel Radcliffe learn how to play the accordion at one point, and uh, and that it's it's hard because you're doing playing basically a piano with one hand Mm -hmm. and playing random buttons with the other hand, and you're moving bellows back and forth. I've tried it, and you're singing sometimes. I can play instruments, and I've had a friend that was, he's in a big, Matt Hensley plays one, and he's in a band, what's his band called? Flogging Molly. Yeah, Flogging Molly. Mm -hmm. But I was like, let me get a hold of that thing. You know what I mean? I can play guitar and stuff. Nope. (laughs) It was one of those things where I was like, I can't make one tune. I can make sounds, but I can't make one thing repeat itself over and over again where you're like, are you trying to play a song? No, I could not get Did that Did you ever across. want to moonlight in an Irish punk band? All the time. Yeah. 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 So like, the, the, the accordion guess, is a good thing to learn when you're young because the synapses in your brain, you know, you, you learn stuff a lot quicker when you're young. Yeah. So if you try to learn the accordion uh, in your in your middle-aged years, right. it's much more difficult. Have you ever done metal? Like what's the most metal accordion riff you've ever oh, riffed? Gosh. Well, you know, I... You know, I do polka medley, so I'll like throw Metallica into, into yes, the medley. It doesn't right. sound very metal right. on the accordion, but is it? Could you put like a pedal on your accordion? I put and the pedals on the metal. Uh, that you can go through, uh, through outboard effects, yeah. Right. That'd fact, be well, vicious. I, I, on, on the last tour, I had a MIDI accordion, so I can make the accordion sound like virtually any instrument. A, w- so, a what? A mini one? MIDI. A MIDI. M I D I. What's the what's the difference? What's well, well, it's because the keys trigger whatever sounds you want. So oh, it can, okay. It can sound like a string section or horns yeah. or, or anything. So you have metal guitar on there. You could do that, yeah. Yeah, that'd be shredding. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I, I love how, and I was going back to my nephew because you introduced him to so many styles of music through your album of parodies. And I did appreciate that because it was like he knew eventually like new of the pixies and right, new right. Of, of way much different genres of music that he wouldn't have been exposed to um because of you that's that's really great to hear a lot of people said that my my uh, albums are sort of like a uh, gateway drug yeah like all sorts of other music which is nice yeah, to hear i mean how cool is that though that that's a legacy in itself but um yeah i just thought that was always really cool and that you would you would pay tribute or homage to all these different bands and yeah because i um, not not like not all the songs they do are parodies like it's like half parodies and half like the pixies thing sound alike yeah yeah it's like a pastiche or sound alike or style parody or whatever so it's it's, uh a lot of songs are done in the style of other artists Uh uh-huh and and people might say oh i like that song and their friends would say well you know yeah that's meant to sound like this band they go oh i should check out that band's body of work i love how that might be the gateway to metallica 
He's playing metallic red. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Andrew Sandman <laughs> Polka. You know. <laughs> oh, I got to hear more of this. It's yeah. catchy, man, no matter how you play it. It's got the riff. <laughs> Did uh, you see that uh, Felipe is in the new yes, Metallica? He, he like, is the new Metallica video. That is crazy. Yeah, Metallica just released a new video for a song. I digress. But um, one of our team writers who actually has no legs, he's amazing. Um, and he is the star of the video. No. Oh. Yeah. Because it shows. It's like him. Metallica's song. And it's them live on stage, and it just keeps breaking to this kid shredding the streets. And it's like, man, this is almost like just an ad for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's thanks, cool. Metallica. You yeah. know? Wow. It was really cool. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I was just. <laughs> you had to get uh, approval off Metallica, right? Yeah, for them or their their publishers. Like, it's, it's for like the Polka medley. Uh, I'm not changing any words, so it's mostly to get a special rate from the publishers because we can't. This gets very inside baseball, but for the Polka medleys, it's like a dozen different songs, and I can't pay the full rate for every one of the songs, so they have to agree to a smaller percentage. It's boring, Has there ever been something that was just too difficult to uh, to agree to? Yeah, or? I mean, sometimes the publishers will say, "No, we, we're not going to do that," and then you you move on, and it's you know, it's not. A reflection on the artist is the publishers they look yeah, at the bottom it may not line. even gotten across the artist's desk yeah well it, it may or may not i it mean may or may not, if the yeah. publisher says no and i know the artist sometimes i can go over their heads and yeah, talk yeah, to the right. artist but if i don't know the artist then it's like all right has an artist ever said no to a parody yeah yeah but it's, it's pretty rare um i mean in, in the very very beginning it was a lot more common because yep. nobody knew who this weird old guy was and nobody wanted to trust me with their music but after you know after michael jackson gave his blessing and and i had a few albums under my belt it slowly became sort of like this badge of honor yeah uh so yeah i mean uh prince is sort of the only guy that's, that's famously turned me down uh every time i approached him right uh but multiple times yeah i mean with different songs yeah like every that couple one years makes sense. did you have the song already recorded or no 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 i i learned early on not to do that because <laughs> if they say no then that's a it's lot a of bummer, wasted yeah. effort yeah okay so so um generally when i would uh, uh go about getting permission i would have a concept i'd say uh it's a parody of this song here's the title here's the basic joke okay and if they're into it then i'll go through the trouble and if they're not then i don't was there a prince parody that you thought this is going to be there were half one. a dozen i mean um prince uh, I, was, I was were you going to wear assless chaps i'm sorry were you going to wear assless chaps in the video who knows i may have <laughs> we didn't get that far but would have been a game changer but uh but yeah the original centerpiece of my movie uhf was going to be a, a parody of uh, let's go crazy mm. from like purple rain mm -hmm. and and it was going to be this whole whole piece and and he wasn't into it so it wound up being dire straits but like literally uh about half a dozen times we approached him with various mm -hmm. ideas and he just he, and he's got a sense of humor apparently but um he just was kind of precious about his music and didn't like anybody messing with mm -hmm. him did you see uhf what? uhf his movie back in the day so good for sure i did you had to see it <laughs> yeah, I haven't, yeah i mean yeah changed your life Cranky, no, I wouldn't say that. Was that? Was that? <laughs> have you always sorry, just been his a, name? That was that Kramer's first movie. Uh, yeah, Michael Richards. Yeah. Michael Richards. Yeah, uh, not a, not his first movie, but but, but early, definitely pre Seinfeld. Stood out. Yeah, Seinfeld. yeah. Do you? Do, are you like a bit of a director? Like, well, I, I directed uh, a number of music videos in the nineties. I, I direct, directed most of my own music videos, and I did directed some videos for like Ben Folds and Black Crows and Hanson, a uh, uh, couple others, I think. But it's a lot of work. I, do you enjoy that part, or is that more like you got to do it because of the song you made? It's um, 
A little, little of both. I mean, it, it is kind of fun, but um, I get stressed out and directing it's a lot of is very pressure to make it work. It's a very right? stressful, and it's all you. You feel the director. You, you wrote the, it all. It's the clock all is you. ticking. I right. visualize like money f literally flying out the window. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I notice that with big things, people always get, you get information where you go, you realize that just costs this much money. Yeah. And uh, anytime I've been around somebody that says that, I I feel the pressure, and I'm not even them. Like when they go, man. Just so you know, when that didn't sell, that cost like this. And I go, oh, how do you sleep at or night? Or when you're on a shoot and they're like, if this goes into the night. Yeah. No, no. Like, it's overtime. Yeah, it's right. double. We have to get lights. Well, that's why like most music video shoots were like, it's a one-day shoot, but it's a 22-hour day. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. And, uh, and I just remember even like my first album, uh, you know, I was working uh, in the mailroom while I was doing my first album, like m minimum wage, literally. Uh, and I just remember, you know, how expensive it was for studio time. And, uh, I figured if I go to the bathroom right now, it's going to cost me $15 and I, I can't let's keep, keep going. Wow. Let the paper roll. <laughs> did you change a little bit when you got rich? Like, did you get a weird <laughs> attitude or did you buy anything shiny that you go, wow. Would that anyone admit to that? Boy, he could just say no. I did change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I totally changed. I got really. Oh, I mean, you get totally different person. I'm just. Let me finish. That other <laughs> stupid question. You know, when you like, maybe you got that way, and then you get older, and you go, okay, I'm. Let's calm down. Like uh, that. That was a bit of a smoke show, and I got caught up in it. You don't yeah. seem like you did. I, but I mean, I mean, I don't. I don't think I bought anything like too extravagant. I mean, when I had enough money, I bought a house. Yeah. You know, but I, you didn't have anything weird on it, like a helicopter pad or something. Well, no, there's a helicopter pad, but Makes I mean, you sense. know, I, I use that all the time right. so I can write it off. Right. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> You don't have like a waterfall no, into your no, pool? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's. Oh, wait, it's, I went to your house. You had the Halloween party, right? What? No, you were at a Halloween yeah. party. Oh, he's like, I you thought it was your house. house. I've, I've took a treat before. There was a, there was a big Halloween party, like maybe 10 years ago. Not at my house, I don't think. I thought it was your house. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Wow. Where did I? Where so, the hell? I was at a Halloween party, and, then I, and we saw each other there. Okay. Was it like at, 10 at, years ago? At the mansion? At, at Hef's place, perhaps? Or no. No? It was, okay. uh, it, was, it was a nice house, but it wasn't. I, I can't imagine that. where they would be. That's so weird. You Maybe were the only was... person I knew there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fallbrook! <laughs> Enough. <laughs> I contained myself. You I yelled finally, it from the other I side. I knew, knew how to handle myself. <laughs> no, my wife and I went as uh, Lula and Sailor from um, Wild at Heart. Oh, nice. Um, and no one got it. <laughs> no right. one. It was a deep cut. It it's a deep, deep cut. cut, but, you know. They are probably just cool about it. But you yeah. don't remember being yeah. there? I, I don't remember anything past this morning. Right. <laughs> Have you hit your head a lot? Uh, I, I was probably dropping my head a lot in my 20s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's Did that. you ever do any sports? Not really. Uh, a little bit of ping pong. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but not not a lot. No, a little, edgy. Yeah, a little, yeah, you just little, little tennis, the field. but not, no no contact sports. Yeah, because because PE was basically beat up the nerd time. So yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. Uh, enjoy it was it too also much. beat up the skater time. Was it? Yeah. Okay. For sure. So I, I feel you on that. Yeah. One time I got beat up in the cricket nets for a whole lunch break. Wow. Thank you. That was the first thing that I ever did until where... the, until the bell rang. Yeah, uh, that was the wow. first time I ever experienced fame. <laughs> Because people were like, did you get beat up in the cricket nets for the whole lunch break? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys heard about that? Oh, that's cool. I didn't want to do it again. But... <laughs> it was a one-hit wonder. <laughs> but I got a taste, you know. Here I am.
<laughs> so what has been the most fun part of this crazy career? You really, you, you forged your own path. Like it's, it's pretty incredible. Out of, out of my whole career, I think the most fun is, is probably this interview. This yeah. is what it's all been building up That's to. That's what everyone and, says. Yeah. I, th I think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, playing live is probably my favorite playbook yeah. thing. So I, I, I enjoy, I've had the same band for over 40 years. Uh, we love each other. We're a family uh -huh. on the road and, and that's a great thing. And, um, yeah, they're probably, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy the, everything. Is your, is your ba touring band the same that's on the album? Yes. Yeah. The same guys. I mean, the same guys that, you know, uh, the guy that was banging in my accordion case for another one rides the bus in 1980. That's the guy that's still behind me on the road. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you guys potty after you play? Well, here's the thing. We're not like, <laughs> we're like the most boring band in rock and roll. Like instead of like wild debauchery on the tour bus, like we're all there on our laptops, like, you know, checking our <laughs> social media feeds yeah. and things like that. Nobody's cutting loose after the concert. Not so, we're tired, we're same, old. Same somebody, band for 40 years. If somebody, <laughs> if somebody new and exciting is cutting loose in the vicinity, <laughs> do they get regulated for doing such a thing? Well, they can do what they want, but nobody seems to want to be doing that. Right. <laughs> I mean the 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 crew uh, the crew's kind of old too, so they're not nobody's really like <laughs> everyone's been there. That would be amazing yeah. if the Weird Al tour was just known for reckless debauchery. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> oh, was like, man, Al's coming to town. He can't even play that venue because he's just uh, through, he through the TV into the swimming pool yeah, too many times. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's over. Oh, well. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it would it burn would, too many bridges, <laughs> and it would it would finally align with with the movie. So um, maybe there's truth in that. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what's uh, what are your plans going forward besides the sequel? We heard uh, about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hard to say. Um, I, you know, two of my guilds are on strike, so I can't do anything right now yeah. if I wanted to. So hopefully that'll get resolved. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. There, there's various TV and film projects which are in various stages of development, and nice. hard to know if anything's going to happen with those. Uh, and uh, I'll be touring again at some point in the future, but probably not for a little while. Mm -hmm. And when I come back, it'll be something uh, different than I've done before and, and bigger and better. And uh, Do you have songs ruminating right now? Yeah, I, I kind of already have the set list for my next tour. Yeah. <laughs> already Do you figured have, out. Do you have Taylor Swift? Uh, uh, I, I can't say anything about it. Okay, I was going to say, because the, the, you, you got to go there. Yeah. I mean, she's... Well, I, I think I should re-record all of my albums like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Do Al's version for everything. Al's version? That would be amazing. Yeah. Let's do that. Yes. Yeah, I'd listen. Can't wait for the music video. That's what I really want to say. Because you had such a such a battle with your um with your management, right? Yeah, yeah. And I want to own my masters. Yeah. <laughs> has that has all of that changed for you though? Just how the industry has changed and people do their own. Yeah, I mean, I, and... I, I find I finally after 32 years, I finally fulfilled my record contract. So I, I've been a, <laughs> I've been a, no, it's, it's true. I've been, yeah. I've, I've been a free agent since 2014 my, when my last album came out, and I haven't taken full advantage of it. I haven't been putting out. I was going to say, did that benefit you? Well, yes and no. I mean, I, I wasn't. Um, I, I, again, I have I haven't released. I've released a few singles and mm -hmm. random tracks here and there. I don't think I'm going to be doing any more uh, traditional albums just because, you know. I, I'm, I've always had my heart been more of a singles artist. Like I have a great idea. Let's put it out now. It's topical. Let's do it. Yeah. And with an album, it's sort of like, I've got a great idea. Now I need 11 more songs to put around it so right. I can put out the album. When was the last album? 2014. Yeah. Which, uh, which was mandatory fun. And, and, and um, to my amazement, it, it debuted at number one on the Billboard yeah. charts, yeah. which had literally never happened before as for a comedy album. 
so that that was a real thrill for me, and uh, it's it's kind of hard to top that. It's I kind of yeah, that's great. I think hard. that's that's when you came on my show, my SiriusXM show. Yeah, um, and we talked about that, and uh, it's awesome. Like that, that's the kind of album that, like I said, will introduce someone to a bunch of new genres of music, but they still love those songs on it. Yeah, which has been great. I think it's crazy how no matter how many eras you go through, you're still cool. I know. It's, <laughs> like, it's and I would have so said great. at the start, this guy's definitely not going to be cool in the next in the next generation. But instead, you've just been like, it's, it's, I feel like you could ask Jay-Z and he'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I mean, of course. I, I feel like there are certainly, certainly points in my life where people didn't think I was that cool. Or maybe, maybe it's just like ages you go through. Like when you're like a kid through age 16, Weird Al's cool. Then for the next eight years, like, oh, no, not Weird Al. And then later on, it's like, oh, no, he was actually pretty cool. It's like it goes, yeah, through, yeah. goes through the waves. I, you know? I suppose. <laughs> but I think, I think it's more your consistency, too, that, That's what I, that keeps I you. I feel like it's more your. It keeps you fresh, too, because it's like, oh, there's a, there's a new Weird Al song from that song you've been hearing all over the place mm -hmm. and people are drawn to it immediately because they like know it's going to be clever. I think that's the issue too, is like you could do it. Plenty of people do bad parodies and you listen once you're like, nah. I feel like the movie is also a, a big tell because this is new. It's a new movie and it's funny, smart and as quick as any like movie that's out right now. It's, 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 I'm like, who did this? This is a. This it wouldn't matter if you're in it. It was a legit, awesome movie that's you, like man. very entertaining, and it's like it's the guy that's been doing parodies, and he's got a movie now that's like better than like name another <laughs> that musician that would make a movie itself. right now that would be good. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work. Like it's quite an uh, amazing feat, which also shows you're hardcore, like. <laughs> You don't look like a tough guy, but you are t you are diesel to me. Am I? Yeah, because <laughs> you just don't stop. And don't you stop come yeah, with all the energy. There's something to be said for that, though. Yeah, like, that like you, he's that you want to keep hustling, and you've had success, and and you could probably cruise on that for a while, but yeah. you're like, no, I want to keep it going. It's yeah, I mean, I've, I've slowed down certainly over the years, but I still, you know, want to put myself out there, and and I, I I don't do it to like stay relevant or whatever, but yeah. I I just you know enjoy doing it. It's, yep. it's, it's uh you know I, I want to do stuff that uh that's fun and yeah. hopefully amuses other people as it, well. It does absolutely. I was gonna say the last time we saw each other uh, was not such a joyous event. It was um, Paul Rubin's service, but uh, you were hanging out with Patton. Patton's yep. been on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that he vetted the show for you. That's why you came on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you. That's why I'm on the show. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but uh, I mean, Paul was Paul was actually going to come on in the show. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, that, um, gosh, that's that's the thing. I mean, I, we we obviously both knew Paul, but it's like he, he just never realized. Like he he kept his whole uh, illness a secret, and you just never know how long you have with people. Did he did he send you one of those videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, I mean, so touching and so sweet, yeah, amazing. And I guess that was his way of saying goodbye. Yeah. Um, but I mean. You all, when somebody passed away, you always go, "Oh, I should have spent more time with them. I should have like uh -huh. take him up, him up on you know dinner or whatever." And um, yeah, you just always feel that way. But Paul, the Paul, Paul, the loss of Paul really hurt. Yeah, I mean, it just—he was like one of those guys that was never supposed to die. You know, right? Such a such a power and a presence and a yeah. sweet sweet man. Yeah, I mean that's just the sweetest. And, and you know, but but when he he was. Uh, he was set to come on our show and I think it was the week before he just said, oh, I got to go to the hospital and I'm not feeling so good. And oh, I gosh. mean, it was a clearly, he'd known this for a long time, but yeah. 
Um, and he said, we can set up mics by the bed in the hospital. And What's we can, that? You could use that. We can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I kept, I kept reaching out to him. Uh huh. And just, just more checking. He's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, how, how you doing? Are you any better? He's like, mm, not really. And it was just kind of, it was, it was pretty obvious that this, whatever this was, was, was something that was lingering far too long to yeah. just be, yeah, temporary. Um, but uh, what I was gonna say is, I texted. We we did a show where we lost the video to it, mm -hmm. just us. And these guys animated it. It was my it, fault. It was oh. funny. <laughs> the, but the animated version was, was really great. And so I texted him. I said, hey, because he, he, he was, had an aversion to coming on camera. Uh -huh. And when we did have him agree to coming on, it was so, it, there was no, no video. Right. Um, I didn't realize he was sick, but I think that's what he was, you know, he was trying to protect that. And uh, so I texted him, um, hey, we did this animated thing and I think that'd be really cool. Like you could be animated as your character. Oh, that's great, that's great. Yeah, and um, that was like two weeks before he passed away. Ah, so sad. Um, yeah, that was rough. Um, but it was good to see you there. Yeah, he had a lot as of usual. stuff in the pipeline too. I guess I, he just, he, he had two screenplays for Pee Wee movies, un, you know, unproduced obviously. Oh, wow. Uh, and he, he was writing, I had, had dinner with him. Um, we went to uh, Mark Ryden's Barbie uh, celebration a few months ago before he passed and um, and he's working on a, a memoir which I don't know if they uh -huh. wanted to make that into a movie as well but it's definitely he's working on a book I think he finished the first draft so that might be coming out sometime I hope so but yeah that he he was really kind of excited about that so that would I'm sure that's gonna be an inter interesting yeah. read so I was such a fan um what uh, on a happier note what's been the the most fun collaboration you've gotten to do or the most meaningful meaningful gosh collaboration um or the worst either <laughs> that's that's hard to, to to say off the top you know uh you know i i would i would say the movie but i can't really talk about the movie because of the strike uh so let's you know uh, like when i was directing that was kind of fun because i got to work with like the artists like that I mentioned, like Black Crows and Ben Folds mm -hmm. and Hanson, all those but people. What, so I was going to ask you about that. You were doing the directing those. Um, how did you get chosen, or were you trying? Were was there a comedy in those? Well, my my videos were were kind of funny because that's that's what you should expect when you hire Weird Al as a director. That's you what I figure, but, but <laughs> I didn't know if you were trying to branch out and just like, no, I am a serious director. And this is what's well, going you, well, you know, it, the 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 craft behind it, I like to think was serious, but I mean. You know, uh, there's obviously a lot of humor injected into those videos, uh, and that's what you know they came to expect when they decided to hire me. But I, I, I think even Ben Folds, who I was, I, I think I might have been friends with them at the time. I still had to like do the pitch and the treatment and all that because there are a bunch of people vying for the job. What and was the song? For Ben Folds, it was uh, "Rock in the Suburbs." Oh yeah, which the album, <laughs> the album came out September eleventh, two thousand one. Oh wow! So it was not great timing yeah. for that. I remember that album though. I mean, it, yeah, it, it made waves for sure. Yeah. When you make songs now, is there a different way to make it funny because of the way people uh, take in comedy now? Like, like, do we laugh at different things? Than we used to twenty years ago. I don't. I don't know how to answer. Do you think that. you could do fat today? Well, that's kind of, that's yeah. an interesting question because you know I I never looked at fat as a you know making fun of fat people because oh. I it was like I'm fat and it's it's uh, I'm fat and I'm proud and and the message obviously is full of fat jokes but it the the message. I think is more about body positivity, like being proud of who you are and taking ownership of that. 
of, of course, whenever I hear like somebody in a playground getting made fun of with that song, uh, I die a little inside because that's that was never my intention. Right. So um, I I don't know if I'll play that live in concert again. Mm -hmm. I know it's a big fan favorite, but it's like. But I guess uh, the the main I'm not <laughs> this wasn't like a gotcha moment. It was more no no no. But it was more like, do you have to be a little more careful now with your parodies and what you're. Not that you were ever yeah. super controversial, but I'm just wondering about that. I, you know, that's a hard question to answer because I, I don't, I don't, I, I always have a little bit of a uh, internal editor, like you know what, what's what's funny and what's going to fly, and I, I can be a little edgy, but I mean there are certain lines I try not to cross, right? Uh, and I think that's always been in place, and I, I don't know that the times have shifted enough where you know i'm changing the way i'm trying to be funny now certainly language changes and there are certain words that i used in the 80s and 90s uh which were fine at the time or at least i thought so and nowadays they'd be considered offensive sure and in fact there, there's one you know on the last tour um I, I played uh, Albuquerque, which is my 11-minute-long Shaggy Dog story, and a big fan favorite. But at one point uh, in the original song, uh, there's the word hermaphrodite, which it, that comes up in the lyrics of the song. And I would stop the band cold in the middle of the song and say, you know, uh, <laughs> to these days this word is considered a slur. That's obviously not my intention. Uh, back when I wrote the song, I'm, the, I'm going through this whole speech, you know, <laughs> in, the, in the 90s. Uh, I, I thought it was more of a technical medical term, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and I apologize for the use of the, of the word. Yeah, I always thought of it as just a medical term. Yeah, well, but, right. it's, Isn't it? but, but it's, it's, considered, yeah. <laughs> it's considered offensive these days, which, you know, again, oh. I, was never my intention. But okay. I now I kind of have to apologize for things I did. Mm -hmm. back in the day but i like that you stick with it and you play it you just well go you know it's, it. it's history as yeah. I, I can't deny that like i did that it's part right. of like my my catalog right. but. and you're not coming from a bad place and if you if you somehow think that then you're not on the planet with us <laughs> like you're not you're a fun right. guy bringing fun and joy to the world there's no well actually i have a personal problem with bigger people and i'm just trying to get that in there without you really detect like come on yeah. you're trying to be fun it's fun hey guys i just wanted to take a minute to talk about these amazing tees i'm wearing from true classic they also have shorts it's my go-to destination for tees shorts jeans and other closet essentials i love how their shirts fit and feel offering you guys premium products without premium price tag for a limited time they're giving our listeners 25% off their first purchase at trueclassic.com with the offer code WOLF25. You get it? 25 off and I'm a wolf. Okay, let's talk about these t-shirts for a second. You haven't lived until you've worn one of these tees. They fit perfectly. They're soft and cut to highlight your arms and chest so you look jacked. Plus, they come in packs because, well, we all hate laundry. That's true. And the shorts... These come in a bunch of styles, cuts, and colors. Whether you need something for the gym, weekends, or night out, I'm currently loving the commuter short with its sharp, tailored fit, and they got a ton of stretch. Their comfort jeans are my new go-to. They've got that classic look, tapered just right with a bit of stretch in all the right places. And they come in a range of colors to fit any mood or occasion. Do yourself a favor and get these jeans now, you bastards. And you can't go wrong with True Classic. Their clothing from t-shirts, shorts, to button-ups 
is designed to be versatile and work with your lifestyle so you can look and feel better all damn day. True Classic is so committed to their product, they're even 100% risk-free guaranteed and easy returns. That's very confident. These guys have got a lot of gusto. So if you're ready to make the easiest summer upgrade, shop now at trueclassic.com and save 25% off with the code WOLF25. Look at these t-shirts. Come on. What is the big crowd favorite when you play live? Yeah, there's not, thankfully, there's, there's not one big crowd favorite. There's a lot of songs that, that um, people get into, like the Star Wars songs we usually do in our, in our big shows. That's the big encore with uh, Yoda and the saga begins. And okay. A lot of times, uh, members of the 501st Legion, the people that come dressed in Star Wars outfits, yeah. Yeah. all the local ones will just come to the show and oh, fill the stage awesome. at the end of the show, which is amazing. Uh, Amish Paradise is big. Uh, 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 word crimes, um, uh, dare to be stupid is big. There's, I mean, it's, I'm thankful that there's a lot of fan favorites on the show. Yeah. What, what's, what's your encore? Um, or it has been. Well, uh, usually it's the Star Wars songs. Uh, when we did the Vanity tour, we, we did a couple of those, and that, that was my last big tour. And for the encore, uh, we would do two things we do a random cover song every night. Uh, on the first tour, really? Yeah, we, we did like seventy-seven different songs. Uh, it's on YouTube somewhere. Look for like seventy-seven weird Al covers. Awesome. But, uh, but but the straight, covered, totally straight, straight cover. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So everything from you know Psycho Killer to uh, no way you make me feel like a natural woman. Like like all these yes. random songs. Awesome. I which gotta is hear really that fun. one. And then and then <laughs> the second thing we would do would be like uh like an unplugged kind of like jazzy lounge medley of uh, a bunch of my parody hits because the rest of the show was just all the original songs which the, the hardcore fans would be into but like you know the casual Weird Al fan would be disappointed because I wanted to hear eat it so right. Oh, look at here! Here it is, smoke on oh, the water. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, how long does it take to learn a song like that? Like, well, I, I t tell the band in advance like what we're going to be doing, and we rehearsed it like once during sound check that night. Yeah, so you, you tell them like I, I tomorrow we're going to do this. Tomorrow we're going to do this, and they go, okay, let's learn it, and then we do it during <laughs> sound check. Is there ever any pushback? Yeah, after a while, they're a little bit. I mean, my banders are good sports, and they they don't mind hard work, but they're like, this is a lot of work, man. It's like we're learning like all these songs, right? So. I'm going to try not to work them that hard in the next Do you have year. to have a lyric sheet? Uh, yeah, uh, that, that, that definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, uh, I have a, <laughs> I have some experience with, with yeah, live he does. performances. It's, it, it's like my own karaoke where, um, there are bands that only cover songs from our video game series. Oh, wow. There are three bands actually that do that. And, wow. uh, I've sang with all of them. <laughs> oh, nice. And I'm very familiar with the songs, but I, can't remember it when i'm on stage i can't like i don't i'm i applaud anyone that can but i have to have lyrics it's tough. That, that's my number one fear just blanking out yeah because yeah. i I've, I've done that a, a number of times like, like songs i've literally done a thousand times like all of a sudden my brain will just shut off yep and it's it's horrifying and, I've done and that. do you just make noise or do you just let the band keep it going i, I do this like <laughs> oh yeah, well, that is a good one. <laughs> when I did that Sam Jones thing, I locked yeah. up. I yeah. locked up on one verse, you and, and they that. were still playing. We were playing Asian Orange Bloodstains. I don't know that song, but and the band's playing, and they're and they're going back into the second verse, and I'm like, like I lost it. Yeah. I don't know. And they're and they're looking at me like, this is not easy. 
This, I, we're I, still doing this. I, I did that once on, on national TV. And since then, I've always made sure to have cue cards if I'm performing on live TV. But they did, a, I think it was Regis and Kathy Lee, like Ooh, way back in the day. Yeah. And they want me to do a achy breaky song, which is my Billy Ray Cyrus parody. Yeah, it, and they want, but it wanted, it was me solo. Uh, which I never, which I never do, because it's like I always play with a band. Yeah. But my manager's like, you know, it's a lot of eyeballs. It's a big shot. You should do it. Like solo accordion, though. <laughs> so solo accordion, me yeah. playing the accordion and right. singing. And they, I'm there on the couch playing the first verse of the song, and I don't know what happened after the first chorus. Like my brain shuts off, <laughs> and I keep playing the same two measure bar. You know. To a little little musical thing over and over and over and over for like thirty seconds. Did you and get finally, it back? And finally, no. Finally, Regis says, "Did you forget the words?" Like, I forgot the words. We're not Yankovic, ladies and gentlemen. That, that was wow. Is that that's got to be out there? On oh, YouTube. it was awful. Oh, is that man. on YouTube? We so, got to find that one. Yeah, my manager didn't even talk to me after that. It was like <laughs> silent car ride Did you, back to the I hotel. I love how Regis. He, he I, I got to work with him a couple times. He was so great, but that's so him. Like, did you forget the words? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Man, wrapping it up. <laughs> oh That's man, crazy. I sang in a band for a while, and we actually did comedy music. We were on the Billboard charts too, but there were times Dif different there. spectrum of comedy. But uh -huh. yeah. yeah, but it was still funny. Not like you, but we, we were doing okay. But every now and then, because there were so many different songs, and we were doing different genres of music, which some of them I was not particularly a fan of. So I didn't really know the song that much because I hated singing it. Uh -huh. And then there would be times where I'd go, I had to, I had a cheat sheet on the ground near me where they had the lyrics, but sometimes I wouldn't be near it. And, oh, I'd, yeah. and I'd go, so most of the time, this probably happened to you where I go, oh no, I don't know the lyrics. And then right when it's time, it just starts coming out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. thank God I, that popped. Like, but, like a part of your lizard brain or something yeah, kicks yeah. in like, all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's muscle memory is yeah, what it is. Like yeah, yeah. your mouth was used to forming certain words. <laughs> yeah. certain... It was like some one of the beats just triggered me to know yeah. the next verse. But if I didn't know it, it wasn't going to come. It's terrifying, though, I would right? Put the mic out to the crowd and be like, "Come on, sing oh, it with me." That was that's, that's the hardest that. part of like life performing because you're always oh, there. You that, are. That, that's my moment of shame. Okay, uh, <laughs> my moment of shame. Do you want more? Yeah. Did you forget it or what? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> did you forget it or what? Kathy said we're having a musical interlude. I said either that or Ralph forgot the words, and he did. Forgot the words. I like how he let, but but he didn't he didn't dwell on it. No, no, he's good. He's professional. Like, I'm glad ah, you relived my greatest yeah, shame. Right. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen uh, when I sang when I sang Superman with with Goldfinger, which is probably the biggest pressure thing that I've done. Yep, and I practiced that song religiously because i never listened to that song well also our I, I listened to the song but on our video game our video game only had two minute versions of each song so i know the first two minutes of that song mm -hmm. easily and then when it gets beyond two minutes i'm a little lost so i was listening listening to it and then when i got on stage at some point i did the same thing where my mind i was just like i don't know what and then things started coming out of my mouth <laughs> and i looked over and uh feldy who, right there the singer Feldy is singing the exact same words I am, and I'm like, oh, I, it worked. It, yeah. I did it. Yeah, like you Perfect. said, there's just some some muscle reaction. That... Yeah, if you're lucky, maybe the the people in the front row are singing the songs. So you can kind of look down yes. and look where you. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely tricks. looking at me though. They were uh -huh, definitely because yeah. I, I, you know, I was a special guest here, so they were right. definitely eyeing me like, is he gonna screw this up? Uh, um, and it would be sad because this this song that we sang is sort of the the one song that is most closely connected to our video game series, right? So anyway, that's my story. But, One of the um, greatest skateboard singers of our time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you Tony don't have Hall. to play that. It's okay. <laughs>
You, you have to play it? me messing up the lyrics. Yeah, we, have to, we have to play Al messing up the lyrics, but not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> no. Well, Al, thank you for uh, coming on here, sharing oh, your story. Pleasure, yeah. Um, it was a blast. Crazy. Still a fan. I love that we still get to do what we love doing. And I got to get a podcast now so you guys can come on. Yeah. Yes, please do. Yeah, you sound like a guy that has tons of free time for a podcast. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> We'll come up. How about we'll do a podcast where we just pitch you parody song ideas? Oh, that's a good idea. We'll, yes. we'll get some deep cuts. What about if we do parody songs and keep sending them to you <laughs> over and over again until you until you finally like us? Oh yeah. What if you come to my house in the middle of the night and just hover over me while I'm sleeping? Oh, that's a good idea, Tony. You'd enjoy that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Who said I haven't? <laughs> what you're saying that hasn't happened? Could you possibly film yourself sleeping and then send it to him so that he can enjoy life? I could do that. <laughs> I could, so I can finally <laughs> enjoy life. <laughs> finally. That's what I'm going to get for your That's birthday. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Happy Gorgeous. birthday, Tony. Here's Weird else. Sleeping like a babe. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Don't you just want to wake him up? Yeah, yeah. don't you want to just hover over him, him and creep out on his head? Talk about Fallbrook? <laughs> Excuse me, I like oh, Fallbrook. Thank Pleasure. you. Thank you, man. Like and describe. We, we say like and describe, but what would you make as a parody of our tagline? Well, what is the tagline? Like, like and describe. Like and describe. Like and describe. I mean, that's already a parody of like and subscribe. Oh, so. man. See, I'm, I'm not good at like, free associating like that. Like and just. See, it takes me a couple of weeks, okay. so I'll have to email that back to you. That was right, cool we'll, watching we'll your brain to... try to work that out, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was we, fun. You saw a genius at work. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> just, I just the spark. Just yeah. short but we saw it. Yeah, we saw it. That's how he does it, huh? All right. See you guys. Thank you. Bye.